This past week at Covenant Presbyterian Church, we looked at when do we use the Apostles' Creed? And the conclusion that comes along that with comes along with that is that it is for our comfort, among other reasons. We noticed that the implication of the Apostles' Creed is that the world is incredibly broken. And therefore, God is not disappointed in us for being born into a world of sin. God is not angry with us because the wrath of him has been poured out on Jesus Christ. He's not holding out on us. We cannot look at all that he did in sending Jesus and believe that he's holding out on us. And yet many of us feel like he is. So we believe that he loves us, likes us, that his love will never quit on us, and that he's proud of us. We believe he's not angry with us, not disappointed, not holding out. But we feel the knots, and we don't feel the fours. Welcome to Five More Minutes, a podcast of Covenant Presbyterian Church designed to remind us to encourage our own soul with the gospel. So in light of the Apostles' Creed, and specifically the character of God, the work of Christ, the role of the Holy Spirit in the church, we believe that God's for us. We believe he's not against us. And yet most of us don't feel that regularly or often. And I want to offer to you that the Psalms are the bridge between what we intellectually believe and our emotions. I love to take the day of the month that it is, read that Psalm, and add 30. Until I get to the end of the book of Psalms, you'll end up reading five of them. And every single day of the month, every emotion will be expressed in prayer through the Psalms. And so we believe intellectually God is for us. We reject that he is not. We believe uh, that those things are not true. And yet, we do not feel that he is for us. And so we return to the Psalms, the prayer book of Jesus, the prayer book of people of faith that has been around for 3,000 years, and we see the range of emotions poured out before God, knowing that being sad and angry and glad towards God is an act of faith and trust. Psalm 23 is one that we know quite well. And yet it has its dark moment, right? The Lord is my shepherd. What a joy. But I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's what my life is actually like today, God. Psalm 53, adding 30. One of the last verses says, Oh, that salvation for Israel would come out of Zion. Meaning the world is not as it should be, God. Help. Psalm 83 begins with, Oh God, do not keep silence. This is not because the psalmist believes that God is entirely silent, but because the writer's world feels like one in which God is silent. Psalm 113 is a psalm of praise reminding us that when the world seems well-ordered to us and sunny, we express that to God also, not simply our lament, but our praise also. Psalm 143 says, Give ear to my plea for mercy. Not because the writer believes God isn't listening, but because the writer is searching for poetic language to be prayed and probably sung in community by the Israelites, reminding their own soul that God listens because it doesn't feel like he listens. So we take what we believe intellectually and we learn to pray it with all of the emotions that accompany our particular circumstances, and the Psalms are a guide to that. We believe God is for us. We believe he is not angry 
or disappointed or holding out on us. The Apostles' Creed affirms these things with clarity and even briefly, and yet we do not always feel these things, and the Psalms are a bridge between what we intellectually believe and life as we actually experience it. I hope that five more minutes has been an encouragement to you this week.